Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the week. Hailing from Table Show Studios in Kansas City. Hosted by Captain Awesome and T-Mac. It is the Spanish Announce Table. We are recording. It is episode 206, Spanish Announce Table. T-Mac, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, busy as usual, man. I'm sitting here. I've got a little uh, ragtag set up right now, but I think we, we, we're we sounding okay on the playbacks, I think, ish enough. Uh, we'll be good to go and knock an episode out for the fans, right? We can't disappoint all our Spanish Announce Table liens. Is that what we call them? Yeah. You have a new backdrop. Yeah, this is my dungeon down here. My dungeon, bitch. Yeah, I yeah. Like it. It's a lot of wood. Yeah, we've got to. Yeah, in more yeah. ways than one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, we've got to finish the basement. Although he partially finished the basement, uh, but we will be removing what he partially finished. So. Yeah, fuck him, right? Yeah, it's my house yeah. now. My dungeon, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> How What's are you? you? Just saying, man, I moved. Uh, we had 4th of July, man. I told you uh, we sat on the front porch. The front porch runs the length of the house, right? The new house I bought out here on uh, Rainer Ranch out here on the uh, on my 40 acres with my mule. I um, What? Uh, you can sit on the porch and see 180 degrees of the horizon, and there was probably like 30-plus fireworks shows going off at once. We even went up on the roof and sat up there and decided that right there above the porch we're going to build a viewing deck. And we're going to have some 4th of July parties in the upcoming years, which you'll have to come wow. to. You and anybody yeah. in the Kansas City area. Yeah, yeah you pass a lot on the things that I... Uh, I do not. Uh, I always yeah, come. No. I'm your only friend that shows up. Every time. You're my only friend. You're going to just stop the... <laughs> stop the right there, man. <laughs> yeah, what's new with you? I uh, just got back from Omaha. Uh, mm-hmm. We went up to Omaha to visit Emily's brother for the 4th of July holiday. That was fun. Uh, enjoyed the festivities up there. Uh, I just finished a book called How to Fight Presidents. It's a huh. historical comedy book from Daniel O'Brien of Cracked.com, if you're familiar with the website Cracked.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, very S- funny book. Standard MMA rules apply, I would imagine. No, this is a street fight. This is anything goes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Gouge the eyes. Kick yeah, because you got the CIA matter. to deal with. That's gonna. You can't. You can't have. You know, a sanctioned bout with the CIA involved. You got to go. Whatever's lying around as a weapon. Right, and they're dirty fighters too. So, Boss Rutten is teaching this. No, this is this is Daniel O'Brien's <laughs> uh, <laughs> advice on how to fight. I like this. Uh, you know, Zachary. Tyler and, uh, and Warren okay. G. Harding uh, okay. and George any, Washington and so Thomas current. Jefferson. And not current what's president. That? Not the current president. The most He goes all the way up to Reagan. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah, he gives you a profile. Oh, to the greatest president that ever lived. Okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he gives you a profile on each president and then uh, ends the chapter on how to defeat that president in a fist fight. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, re- it's a great book, so check it out. It's called How to Fight Presidents like and that. the Badasses that Ran This Country. I think that's the, the tagline. Who's, who's the most O'Brien. badass president? In, What's that? In Daniel O'Brien's opinion, who's the most badass president? Ted Roosevelt. Yeah, that's what I figured. A lot of people say that. Teddy Roosevelt. 
He gives you the A team, like he gives you an A team of like uh, the muscle, the brains, um, the loose cannon, and all that. And then he gives you a runner-up choice, and the runner-up is always Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah, okay, I like that. Except for he said the A team should always include include a Roosevelt, so he chose Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah, you got it. But it was, oh, in the last chapter, he teaches you how to fight a zombie. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, just in case if uh, he actually never died. True, or if you know whatever happened where the the dead were raised, and right. you got to so, fight yeah. zombie Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, uh, it's a great book. It's yeah. very very funny. I laughed a lot. Uh, very very clever, and you learn some things. Like Zachary Tyler died of eating too many mu- too many cherries. So if you fight him, have a packet of cherries on you. You can't wow. resist. Wow. Yeah, he shit himself. From eating too many cherries. Oh, yeah. Mine's usually Taco Bell. All right. So it is a pro wrestling show, and we talk about pro wrestling. And we start it off every week with the Mother Loving News. You ready to do that, T? No. Mac? No. No. No, we don't do the news. That's right. Because, God, we're. See, this move has got me. This is a move. It's 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 just, oh, my my head is spinning. You know what I did today uh, before I could set up here was break down a a vanity. with a sink, you know, cabinet, to, uh, you know, basin, and a desk upstairs, and all the light fixtures and everything. Had to get that out to the curb for the trash tomorrow because they're putting in new stuff tomorrow. Uh, and you know, just running around doing that. It's hot. It's sweaty. And that sucks. I like it. Yeah. And so now I'm here. So now I forget what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. We do T Max yeah. three P's because you like to kick us off in a positive way. So you give us three things to be positive about because those we can get a little negative as wrestling fans. Yeah. Definitely. So here it is. Uh, the three P's, the first P and I didn't know how to classify this. So I'll first say what it initially was and then kind of go to a bigger picture. So my P one was the first ever IWGP us championship finale match between, uh, Tamaharo Ishii and Kenny Omega. Okay. So fucking awesome. It was great. You had Ishii biting the damn rope because he didn't want to get a uh, dragon suplex outside through a table. Then you had Kenny Omega just being awesome. Even before that, you had Michael Elgin and Kenny Omega. Uh, you had, and then the whole night, this is where it goes bigger picture. Jay Lethal was awesome. Cody Rhodes was awesome, which I guess it's just Cody again, but Cody, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tanahashi versus Billy Gunn. Tanahashi got a good match out of Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. Badass Billy Gunn, as as uh, right. NWL president Major Basin would have us call him. Yeah, just think about that. At his age, and it's Billy Gunn, and it's he Billy got a good Gunn. match out of him. Yeah. It was yeah, insane. There, Billy Gunn didn't have many good matches, period. And then Right. right. And here we go. Tanahashi got a fucking good, solid uh, B-plus match out of him. All right. uh, so of it was great. The I want to say it's the whole New Japan uh, event, but specifically that uh, finale yeah. match to crown the first ever IWGP US champion between Ishii and Omega. Mwah! Very great. good. Okay. P, P number two. Now here, think about this. In a career with, in my opinion, remarkable promos, you have now arguably his greatest promo ever when given at a time he needed to give his greatest promo ever. And I am speaking of Enzo Amore on Monday night raw. Yeah. How fucking great was that man? Yeah. A guy known for giving good promos, even some great ones needed to give his best one and did it. And he did. 
Yeah. yeah, you're a seven foot catchphrase that I wrote. Yeah. Oh my God. That Best was line. Best yeah. line. Yeah. And and then on top of that, what I loved is typically wrestling form formulaically will have you say, okay, now we're gonna go to the back, or not right off the bat, but you know later on in the show you're gonna get uh, the words from in this case Big Cass, right? Yeah. Well, they chose to do it immediately after, which is happens, you know, plenty of times in pro wrestling history. So you kind of just nonchalantly view it and expect him to just say, "Well, I'm the star," which yeah. he did, right? Yeah. You're but a liar. Then Enzo and really kayfabe ran from the ring yeah. to the backstage area and jumped him there. That yeah. was great. I love the little one-two combination of the amazing promo from Enzo and then going right to him and attacking him. Thought it was great. Mwah! Enzo, you did amazing. That's P number two. P yeah. number three, and this one has a little soft spot in my heart. It is the rap battle from SmackDown <laughs> Live. Yeah. Yeah. So Wale hosted the... Uh, SmackDown Live rap battle between New Day and the Usos. So many great little tidbits that uh, warmed my heart as a battle rap fan. First oh, yeah, off, yeah, okay. Wale did the URL intro, which just I love. Because if you don't know rap battle, you just go, oh, he's just making fun noises. But if you watch rap battle, you know he did the smack URL open, which just made me instantly smile. Then you had... Big E talking about Rikishi's ass. Then you had the Usos talking about Rikishi's tit or uh, talking about Big E's tits. Yeah. Then you had Kofi talking about the weenie do. Yeah. Then you had Usos talking about the Jamaican accent. And then you had Xavier Woods saying Roman pick, uh, you know, pick up Roman's bags. And then before that, you had the Usos talking about Paige and yeah. Xavier Woods sex tape. Oh, it was so yeah. great! I, it was I love awesome. Loved Kofi's. It lines were the le least like rhyming scheme creative but they were some of the better digs too i felt like when he was like i mean why did you come here and start wrestling with with shirts on right you know what i mean like just right. little like you know he's probably like i'm fucking better shaped than all these motherfuckers in this room. you know what i mean like it, kofi really came out in that in that segment that was however he did mess up he said yes. hexagon and a stop sign is an octagon right yes that's true uh, but whatever you the know octagon. whatever uh, but i love how Xavier Woods, and this again because I'm a little bit of a uh, battle rap fan, he did the conceited wordplay where he used one sentence and then said it as a diss and then said the same sentence again, but then accented different syllables to make it a new sentence, which again is still another diss. It's a, it's a battle rapper by the name of Conceited who does that. He calls it Slow It Down. Mm -hmm. I just dissed you. You can look it up on YouTube. If you are a battle rap fan, if that made you interested a little bit in battle rap, I would say Google Dumbfounded versus Conceited. That's the best battle rap you can start off with it's amazing it's great. conceited Damn, you may conceited you may have also seen on wild and out with nick cannon yeah if you watch wild and out there's a few guys on there there's sharon yeah. there's yeah. charlie clips there's hitman holla uh and then there's conceited those are the four big battle rappers from king of the dot that nick cannon puts on his show uh but anyhow this battle rap was really good outside of the, like the adam rose rosebuds that were yeah. behind the New Day, like that was a legit battle rap, except for the rounds are longer, obviously, but because mm -hmm. of time, it makes sense. Sure. But loved it. I thought that was amazing. It was it exceeded my expectations. It was done with respect to what they were doing. 
And I just loved it. It was just loved it. It was great. Anyhow, those are my three Ps. I like that, man. See, there's a lot to be positive about this week. Now it's this was actually a really great week because I could have even went more. The Lashley versus Alberto Del Rio or Alberto El Patron match from yeah. Slammiversary. Uh, I watched that. That was really good, too. I didn't watch the pay-per-view. I just saw the yeah. match on YouTube. That was really yeah. good as well. Man, and we probably won't talk about this because nobody brought it up in, like, Tweet the Table or anything. Uh, and they kind of shortly addressed this on the Bruce Pritchard show a few episodes back when I was listening. Uh, Bobby Lashley's doing the best work of his career, and it's a shame because nobody's seeing it. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, just, uh, it's terrible. Anyway. It is terrible, but... He is doing awesome. Uh, Alberto's doing great. Paige was sitting front row in a lucha mask because she didn't uh, want to be seen. Uh-huh. Uh, she had to sit in front row because there was no one to sit behind. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, <laughs> slam anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever she said, that was going to be the front row. So <laughs> That's the front row. Might as well sit in the front row. All right. Let's get into the news. Then we picked the four hottest topics of the week. and We call it the mother loving news. You want to go first or you want me to? I'd like for you to go first so I can catch my breath. And with that, Finkel became Einhorn. Oh, we're going more into the Impact Wrestling news. Impact Wrestling is dead following the acquisition by Anthem Sports of Global Force Wrestling. Anthem announced this week that the two wrestling promotions will now operate as one under the name Global Force Wrestling. Over its 15-year existence, the company went from its original name of NWA Total Nonstop Action Wrestling to TNA Wrestling to Impact Wrestling to now Global Force Wrestling in this merger. Anthem Sports feels the name fits better with their new global focus and recognition. The weekly television show on Pop TV will still be known as Impact. So that's it, yeah. man. We called that. Now, you called that. Right. Yeah, and we even asked for it, too. Remember how we said they just need to rebrand because yep. of the stink of TNA? Mm-hmm. However, the only thing that I think that is working against them is, and it's not really their fault because they have to keep making money. They have you know contracts to fulfill, things like that. But there's, no, there's still not a separation, right? Yeah. So, like, Impact didn't go away, and now a rebranding of GFW's Impact Wrestling. It yeah. was just, oh, hey, now this week it's uh, it's changing up. Uh, just letting you know, like it yeah. doesn't feel fresh and new yeah. because it's business as usual, and that's why the transition kind of feels flat in my yeah. Opinion. And I feel like Anthem's just chugging along because a they can make enough money to basically pay for itself while they're operating, and then they figure, well, they're going for people catching it later down the you know what I mean, like going, oh well, let's check this out now that it's you know what I mean in a year from now, and. TNA's forgotten, you know what I mean? As opposed to this mm-hmm. whole like drawing attention to it, I think. So Yep. Uh, I agree. Yeah. It, fuck yeah, America Championship Wrestling reigns supreme. But does it? <laughs> but does it? But does it? Alright, let's <laughs> fucking Jeff Jarrett, man. Bought got back into his own company, got it bought out. Got it changed to his new company's name. <laughs> Fucking Jeff Jarrett is a Weasley little bastard. But hey, yeah, he, he gets is. ahead, man. He gets what he wants. So that's I don't it. know if he gets ahead, but he doesn't. He doesn't get behind. That's the thing. Right. I don't know if he gets ahead, but well, he doesn't he, get behind. If he wants something, I mean, he'll get it. It may not be the best of the thing that he wants, right? <laughs> but he goes right. and gets it, right? So he gets a solid C plus of whatever he's trying to get, right? So you yeah, got to give him that. I agree. <laughs> C plus? Oh, no, 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 no. Generous. 
grinned on a curve. All right. Some sad news here. Former wrestler Smith Hart, brother of Bret Hart, has died from cancer, according to TMZ. The 68-year-old was the older of 12 members of the Hart family, which notably included, as mentioned, Bret and also Owen Hart. Hart wrestled since the 1970s and appeared in various organizations, mainly in Canada's uh, Stampede Wrestling. He also made several appearances on WWE, including as a helper to his Hall of Fame brother, Bret Hart. He played a role in the WrestleMania uh, 10, 26 match against Vince McMahon in 2010. They did the Roman numerals, and I had to take a second to yeah, read that yeah. out. Uh, but pretty quick, right? Yeah, you're yeah, welcome. Like um uh, So WrestleMania 26 was the last time he appeared in WWE uh, in 2010 when Bret Hart took on Vince McMahon. You know, the whole Hart family surrounded the ring. Uh, one of the worst matches in wrestling history. But – that's not the story. The story is, unfortunately, Smith Hart has passed away due to cancer at the age of 68. That is unfortunate. You know, they always say, um, typically, like, let's say there's an abusive family or anything like that, uh, that the oldest child generally gets the worst of it, right? The parents kind of lighten up over the years with the younger children. Uh, he was the first of the 12. Imagine the stretchings and the weirdness in that dungeon that Smith Hart had to go through. God, Ugh. that and that's the weirdest thing in pro wrestling <laughs> right? that people talk about with like a loving affection is like, yeah. oh man, the the legendary dungeon uh, with the Hart family. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he, the old guy who said, "Let me grab your arms and then say, does that hurt?" He used and to. That was so he used to weird. injure and grope people in a dark basement. Why are we like applauding this? Like this well, is I weird. Think I, I would applaud it if it was, hey, let's go straight up, me versus you, wrestling match, and I'm going to beat your ass, and yeah. down here is where we get the work Yeah, in. right. Okay, no. 20%. But that wasn't the case. No. The case was, hey, I'm going to grab your arm, and I'm going to make your thumb touch your asshole, and then I'm going to make your other hand touch the yeah. back of your foot. And then yeah. I'm gonna make you squeal, and I'm pretty cool, right? Yeah. Like, no, you fucking weirdo. Right. He would make them submit to this willing torture. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. But anyhow, Smith Hart. I have no uh, memory of him, to be 100% honest. I mean, obviously, I know of the Hart family, but I didn't know a thing he did. But it's just sad that Bret Hart, you know, as we get older, we lose people in our family. And unfortunately, due to an accident, he lost Owen. He's also lost uh, British Bulldog another family member, and now Smith Hart. So uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, hopefully all in the family are uh, handling it well and are uh, able to cope and uh, move on with their lives, as we all have to. All right, we'll move on. I don't really have a headline for this one because we uh, just agreed to read this one before the show started. Tommaso Ciampa, right? Is that, am I saying that right? He's out until yes. 2018 now, right? So this, the injury is worse, and he said he's out till March. Isn't that what you told me here? Uh, yeah. This is, oh, uh, that, yeah, so torn ACL. Man, really, really not good, because, that man, that it's such shitty timing with the Well, the and breakup. you know what probably didn't help? Uh, wrestling the next night after you got injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It probably yeah. doesn't help out. Doesn't help, no. So that seemingly gosh, I don't even know 
if anything can be the same when he comes back from that far. I mean, it's that's a long ways away, man. The only thing I can think of is what I would do is you put Johnny Gargano in some type of championship tournament, right? And have him create a new storyline within that tournament, right? So he wins in the first round and then in the second round, the guy he beat in the first round cost him the match in the second round, right? And then those two people have a program and then they keep going, keep going, keep going. You kind of put all your eggs in that basket and make people invested in Johnny Gargano versus Chris hero. I'm just making it up, but you know what I'm saying? Like that person. And you just invest everyone into this storyline with never miss mentioning Tommaso Ciampa at all. And then when Ciampa is ready to go, he interjects himself into this story, this new storyline. And then we go, Oh fuck. Oh, I forgot. Right. Tommaso Ciampa kind of does the Braun Strowman with it, with the, like, I'm not through with you yeah. yet. And yeah. there you go. I'm That's not what I finished with you. He needs to say it yeah. just like that too. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's real. I mean, that's kind of what you got to do at this point. I don't know. Because, I mean, you can't pay Johnny Gargano to sit on the sidelines for that long. I mean, no, we're in July. Yeah. You know? yeah, I mean, you've got to, yeah. Yeah, you've got to do something. So, all right, well, we'll move on. So, get well soon, but you're not going to. An icon is gone from women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, During uh, Impact's wrestling TV tapings at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, Gail Kim announced she plans to retire at the end of 2017. During an in-ring promo, Gail announced that this would be her final year as a wrestler and would call it quits soon. Gail has not wrestled on Impact Wrestling since she vacated the Knockouts Championship back in October, but said she would return to the company once she was cleared to compete due to a back injury. So... Mm. Uh, one of the icons, I always thought, you know, you had the Layla's, you had the Maurice's, the Kelly Kelly's, like, because that shit kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. However, Gail Kim always killed it, I thought. And when they talk women's revolution, in my eyes, you go Lita, Trish Stratus, but then, like, legitimately right on their heels, Gail Kim. She didn't well, have the yeah. impact, no pun in. Mm-hmm. Uh, no pun there, but she was just as good, if not better than yeah. those two. And then also put on amazing matches in impact. Remember that uh, match she had with Tara Terrell? The, yeah. I think it was a was steel cage? cage match. Yeah. Or? Uh-huh. I think you're right. Cage match, yeah. right? That's great. Um, yeah, no. And her, some of her best work of her career, too, was sort of that second wave of TNA, like before they rebranded to impact. And it was after the Jeff Jarrett you know, with the two entrance arena whenever they went to, like, Universal Studios and stuff early. Uh, she was doing real good there. I think drastically underused in WWE. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I don't get why. I mean, she's very, very pretty, obviously athletic, can wrestle better than anyone else. I never mm-hmm. got why. Yeah, I think she was... left, though, because she was saying, I can do more. And oh, they're yeah. like, well, right now, we just want you to do A, B, and C. And mm-hmm. she's like, bitches, I can do more than that. And yeah, so that's this why was... she left. If that was today, I mean, they would have been coveting her. For, she would have been winning that May Young Classic. You know what I mean? Like, oh, just... yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, I think if she wasn't injured, and no disrespect to Mickey James, but she should have been the one to come back and say, I was not a part of that trash. I am 
you know, one of the best wrestlers in the world. But unfortunately, she is retired. Also, another retirement note, Velvet Sky uh, announces uh, that she is done with professional wrestling and is going back to school. So uh, should be interesting to see how that plays out, because I think she's still dating Bubba Ray. Yeah, I thought that, too. I thought, yeah, I was wondering why she was. Well, she said she's going back to school, which totally makes sense. However, when your significant other is doing the thing that you used to do that you still like to do, and you're seeing all the cool things, I think you're going to get the itch and miss it and come back. So I don't think she's officially done. I could see her at Ring of Honor in December. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, But she has now announced as well that she is done with professional wrestling. Well, good luck to the both of them. I guess let's take a break, huh? Come back and do some Tweet the Table? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah? All right, if you don't know what that is, stick around after the break when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And? Lamborghini doesn't advertise. They believe that people who can afford it aren't sitting in front of the television. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. This is the Mile High Magnum Drape, and you're listening to the Spanish Announced Spanish Spanish Announced Table. On the Spanish announce table, as we allow T Max, favorite song of all time, to bring us in to tweet the table. Tweet the table is a fun, interactive, nay, the most fun and interactive segment in wrestling radio. Let's tweet the table. You go on Twitter, use hashtag tweet the table, tell us your any and every wrestling thought whenever you have it. And we're going to read the rest of them, the best of them, right here, right now. Oh my goodness. T Mac. Oh my goodness! At Chris Mercado twenty three says Cena just referred to Bulgaria as Bulge Area. How has that line not been used before? Hashtag tweet the table. And at the Rebel Trucker says, hashtag tweet the table. I can't believe I'm saying this. I miss John Cena when he leaves. Hashtag welcome back Cena. I didn't miss Cena. I didn't. Yeah, I was gonna I, say, oh, you're the one. Yeah. I didn't miss him one bit. Bulge area was the only thing I liked about that. <laughs> and I didn't even like that. You're a publicly traded company that goes worldwide. I would, if I was Rusev and they ever went to Bulgaria, that's the first clip I would play. Yeah. Hey, you're cheering this fucking guy? You know what he referred to you guys as? The bulge area. The bulge area. Yeah, it was so Cena and so force fed. It was bad. What? I don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it, Tim. I don't get it. <laughs> why? Why we do this? Well, if it's not America, then it can eat shit. Like, yeah, that fuck ain't American, off, man. Yeah, Bulgarians are probably great people. Yeah. you shithead. Yeah, we're the God. Bulgaria of the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At Lady Undertaker says. Yeah, Styles is number one contender for the U.S. title. Hope he wins it. Hashtag tweet the table. He won't. How good was Gable, though? 
Gable was great. That match was awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew who was going to win, but he still brought it. Yeah, uh, God, he was really good. Yeah, I'm impressed. Definitely impressed. Yeah. Break B- them up and push him. Yeah. Yeah, what's up with Jordan? Is he injured? No, he was in that battle. Yeah, so what's the deal? Just They just... Yeah. SmackDown has the opposite problem of Raw, where they have too many guys and not enough time. Mm-hmm. Where on Raw, it's just nothing's happening with anyone, you know? Yeah, yeah. I do know. I At- think they have too much talent. They have way too much talent. Yeah, I feel right like now. they could get away with a third brand, fourth technically, because you have NXT, uh, and s- still be good. Like, all four could be good. Now, you yeah, would need, I mean, you would need to hire writers. European show. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you would need to hire writers, but, I mean, you have the talent to pull off well-written stuff more times oh. over. Yeah, you would have Roman head one show, AJ head the second one, Seth head the third one, and Nakamura head the fourth one. There's your four stars. Gosh. At B underscore double underscore. D. Okada is what Vince wishes Roman could be. Hashtag G1 special. Hashtag tweet the two. I don't know what that means. Like, I'd, he could be over as him? Yeah, and just be co- actual cool and people behind him? Yeah. I mean, the characters are different, though, in the sense that Okada is like... Okada, to me, is, is like the coolest form of Randy Orton in Evolution without Evolution. You know what I mean? Like, remember when... Randy Orton was that intercontinental champion and fucking killing it and look like a million dollars. Like that's Okada, except for Okada is not in a group. It's him by himself. And mm-hmm. he's the number one guy. He's not the future guy. Kind right. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At GBL 316 says hashtag tweet the table. Woohoo! The team of Bailey and Sasha, aka the Mega Powers 2.0. I was listening to Bailey on Steve Austin's show. Oh, she, yeah? And she talked about Sasha and said that mm-hmm. she's really into uh, like Japanese culture and mm-hmm. some other stuff, right? And I'm like, why don't they just let these two girls be exactly what they are? Some girl nerds. I mean, Bailey already kind of is. But let's get a, yeah. you know what I mean? A friendship with these girl nerds. Let Sasha be what she actually is. And let's no, have some fun with it. I like Sasha the way she is. I think just, I think the problem with Sasha is the things that made me like her were heel things that she could still do as a baby face. They just don't want to because that's not what baby faces do. Yeah. It's this, I'm cool, but they're forcing me to be 80s babyface cool and yeah. that doesn't mesh well no. like what she did awesome in nxt when she signed the contract to face uh becky lynch in a title match she had those stamp of her signature and she just stamped it because <laughs> signing her name wasn't worth her time yeah 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 like, if she could get back into that cool. she could sure still do that yeah yeah you know yeah but they don't and they won't at Christmas. And why uh, bailey with they need to go back to Bailey's like just reboot. Why they don't have Sergeant Slaughter back there and she fucking goes head over heels for Sergeant Slaughter. And then the next week it's Ted DiBiase. And then the next week it's I don't you know, name another yeah, yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. Uh you or know girl, she... it's Trish Stratus, right? Like yeah. that that's what Bailey is. Bailey is awestruck that she's 
in this position. Yeah. You know what and Bailey did? They just did, don't do that with her. You know what Bailey did say uh, when she was talking about uh, some of her favorite wrestlers with Steve Austin was that um, Eddie Guerrero was one of hers. And she said because for the first time, she like the, the reason she liked to heal was she said he found every way. She goes, he came out looking like he was miserable and didn't want to be there. And she was like, you know, she's like, I, that kind of connected with me too. She goes, so if I ever like go that role, she goes, I'm going to make myself look insufferable and miserable. And I was like, yes. Right? Like, you know what I mean? I was like, I like that she's yeah. thinking about this kind of stuff because I think we're going to see that someday and that'll be fun. I don't want it to happen. Yeah. I love it. It's going to happen. <laughs> do not. At Chris Mercado. I do too. I love <laughs> Bailey. NXT Bailey is like the best thing in the world. Think about the. The fall of grace. I saw this on Twitter and I wanted to bring this up. Uh-huh. Think about the fall of grace that Bailey and Ronda Rousey's had mm. from 2015 to right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two. Just, just out, yeah, just plummet. Just plummet. At Chris Mercado23 says, So was Apollo Crews ever taken to the local medical facility? The world may never know. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, what the hell, man? We just left Paula Cruz back there injured in the ambulance. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it, it's Paula Cruz. Yeah. Lady Undertaker says, oh, no, another Punjabi prison match? Well, you can blame Kali for this. Dang it. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, okay, I think a Punjabi prison match is going to come off a lot better with Jinder Mahal than it did with Kali, anything done with anybody is going to come off better <laughs> than most things with Kali in wrestling. I mean, yes, but that doesn't mean this is going to be good. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's going to be better than if it was Kali and Randy Orton. Right. <laughs> right. That's like failing a test and getting a 14% and then failing a test and getting a 32%. You're hey, still man. failing. I'd rather, I'd rather grade the 32% one than the 14% right. one. At Living Legend 148 says... If we want a unicorn as our natural or as our national animal, we'll have a unicorn. FYI, I've been repeating a lot of facts lately, T Mac. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, Living Legends over there in Scotland, whose national animal is the unicorn, as you said last yeah, week. Yeah, good. Hey, guess what? You uh, know what uh, a repeated fact is? It's known. So it's not a fun fact anymore, and it's not trivial. It's a known fact. That's what helps when you repeat things. So hashtag true fact. At Mr. Yeah, Fourth Row fact. says. So nice that WWE has figured out the fashion vice. Hashtag tweet the table. Are you getting tired of them? Because I kind of am. Yeah, I mean, it, it got a little too sticky and corny for me. You know? And I mean, I didn't hate it. I don't hate it at all. No, but, but I mean, it's it's going to run out of juice real fast. I guess here's my problem, and I it kind of goes back to they have so much talent, where if you're struggling, right? Like if... Impact Wrestling is how it is. And you had the Fashion Vice or, you know, Fashion Files, whatever you're calling it. Mm -hmm. Then Home Run, Million Percent, put that on every show, right? Yeah. But when guys like Ty Dillinger aren't getting used or American Alpha isn't getting used or, you know, fill in the blank with any more names you could find, that's when it's like, really, is this needed that there's a backstage a reporter that's whatever uh, Tyler Breeze was calling himself, Tina mm-hmm. Young or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not needed when you have so much other stuff you could be featuring. Yeah, and it feels like they should, like, they would be great to use to transition other teams out of feuds, right? Like, so let's say the title's been flip flop back and forth between team, and you've got to transition 
the champ into a new feud. What do you do? Why is the person no longer there? They come along and they're investigating something and they piss off the team, right? You've got right. to kind of fuse them and use them to kind of, you know, like, ah, you'll do something fun over here while we move on with the main storylines over here. Right. You know? But I think they could just be used, the way they're being used and how they're the most effective with the backstage things, I think they should be, if they're only going to do backstage stuff, right, have them be the mainstay in Talking Smack, where on this week's Talking Smack, we dig behind deeper and find out why Mike Kanellis took Maria's last name, right? And just do that, because Talking Smack doesn't matter, and we need people in the ring to wrestle. They could have a fashion segment on each Talking Smack and just talk smack on the people's fashion choices. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they're only going to be backstage ha-has, then do it on a backstage show that is only meant for backstage. Yeah. Give them their own network show, even, of just the fashion faux pas of the week, right? Just, yeah, I mean, like, I what mean, is it? I don't know, know if I tune into that, but true. if it was a five-minute segment and talking yeah, smack, true, I would true, watch that. True, but uh, like, yeah. for example, that segment could have been used for Mike and Maria to come out and have a, their first match instead yeah. of Ty Dillinger being interviewed by Fandango or You're whatever. Right. At Theo seventy-five says, "Good job, Aiden English, for putting a stop to the boring, sleep-inducing Randy Orton intro. I want to enjoy SmackDown Live." Hashtag tweet the table. Boy, Theo's relentless with his Randy Orton hate. Yeah, he's consistent. Hey, yeah, another guy that doesn't get used on SmackDown that I just thought of is Luke Harper. Right? Luke Harper, yeah. 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 What do you do with him? At yeah. Katie first. Lady. Says the way Enzo looks this week, he can be the son of Captain Lou Albano. Hashtag tweet the table. And at WIR Cata says, Cass says he's never heard someone talk for so long and say nothing. He should listen to Bray Wyatt cut promos. Lol, hashtag tweet the table. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you touched on this in your peas, man. That is so great, that promo with Enzo. That was good. Fantastic. At Chris Mercado 23 says, so I keep getting knocking back down. We get what you're trying to say, Braun, I think. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, he gets a little mumbled sometimes. All he needs to do is say that one line. And beat the fuck out of Roman. That's the only thing he needs he's to do. Got, yeah, he's got that brawn level intimidation and just legit strength, and people know it. So when he comes in and goes, and throws you around, you go like, yep, cool, that's why he doesn't need to talk. Right? You know what I mean? It's fun well, to And watch. that one line with the I'm not through with you yet yeah. is fucking money. That should yeah. be a shirt. I'm oh, not yeah. through with you yet. And every time. Or I'm not right, done with when you yet, whatever it is. Yeah, every time when he's done with whatever, right, the match is over, he turns out he's got a look back and I'm not finished with you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Yes. At Katie first. Lady. Says that Roman line popped me. Hashtag tweet the table. A lot of lines popped me in that rap battle. That was fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of what Roman actually said. Yeah, yeah, No, it was great. Yeah, yeah. all of it. At Lady Undertaker says, Sami Zayn ruined the mood for love. Shame. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. I love Sami Zayn. I love this accidental screw up, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I walked like, through your like, thing. I got a match. I got. I got to go. Right. Right? He's like, I'm sorry. I don't. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> and then he cut the feed of their camera, <laughs> yeah. and then he's just stretching on the side. Like, ah, yeah. what? Ooh, ah. What? Ah. At the says, if this week is the premiere of Gold Dust Shattered Truth, then what the hell was that last week? Hashtag tweet the table. The well, it was filming. It was filming. Yeah, it was on on site. Hey, while we have uh, we're talking about Cata, we had mentioned uh, last week he'd sent in an email 
the first time in forever, and we didn't read emails, and we promised them we'd somehow fit it in this week. Uh, yeah, Kat has, uh, must have missed the uh, memo about our emails are occasional now. That's what happens when you're no longer around, Kata. Yep, that's what happens, pal. Pal. But he did uh, send us an email for the first time in seemingly forever. Years? I like it. Years? And he says, oh, look at that. See, he's been gone so long, I don't even have his stuff queued up anymore. How do you like that? He says, hey, yo. It feels like it's been a full year, so. Let's do this. What the hell is up, T-Mac, Flappy, and Captain Ballsack Jack? It's Santa. I have returned for I don't know how long. T-Mac, you can stop holding your breath, my friend. So I said I got an issue with your three Ps. Ooh. What do you think about that, T-Mac? What doesn't he have an issue with? Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there a wrestler on the roster who goes by the Phenomenal One? Who also has a P1 on his ring gear? So why the hell is the face that runs the place, AJ Styles, sometimes your third or second P? May I suggest that Styles should always be your first P? You can take my idea into consideration, or you can just laugh it off and ignore me. I am just some schmuck from New Zealand, after all. Rafflemau. <laughs> you put question marks on there. Anyway, just wanted to say, even though I never contribute to emails anymore, and I handed my first place spot to Katie, never forget that, Katie, just wanted to let you know that I still listen every week. Before I leave, I just wanted your guys' thoughts on this upcoming May Young tournament and some names you might want to see in there. You might have answered this already, as I'm like four weeks behind on the podcast, which means I will probably listen to you guys answering this email a month from now. Anyway, that's enough blabbering from me. Sada? Out. Hey, uh, Marty Bell, that's who I want in the May Young Classic. Yeah. And uh, the AJ Styles thing, now pass. <laughs> yeah, it's a little sticky. Uh, yeah. The P1. He can't just yeah. steal the P1 spot all the time because he's he's AJ Styles, self-professed I mean, phenomenal. yes, but yeah, it's not, I don't want to be that sticky. Because then I don't want to kick something else out because AJ mom haircut did something neat. <laughs> All right, back to the truth tables. At Chris Mercado23 says, Naomi's light-up title is worse than any of the spinner belts. Hashtag tweet the table. You agree with that? No, you are dumb. <laughs> that is awesome. What are you talking about? I would buy that belt right now. I, I liked the belt. I did, I did like the belt. And that first U.S. title spinner belt was real bad. Yeah, but the spinner... <laughs> thing was a fad yeah light ups have been light ups since the early 80s and like totally that will never go away now it, that we have the technology well yeah and it totally fits her her whole shtick yeah. it had to happen who said that chris mercado and i like that fucking guy yeah i love you chris but that's <laughs> dumb at kitty first just dumb at kitty first lady pretty sure the 30 minute iron man tag title match will try to steal the show come sunday hashtag raw hashtag balls hashtag tweet the table <laughs> hashtag it's 30 minutes yeah you know how long minutes? that is to fast forward through yeah, we gotta watch 30 minutes of those assholes all right we're gonna see long to fast forward so we're gonna see a big swing we're gonna see him do his corkscrew elbow we're gonna see a twist of fate we're gonna see some delete chance we're gonna see a brogue kick we're gonna say i I mean are we this can we book this whole match right now yeah easily we can yeah we're gonna see a swanton off of Mm -hmm. the top rope Mm -hmm. going through a table (laughs) yep Mm -hmm. we're gonna see Probably a, t- a double twist of fate. 
Yep. Yep. We're probably going to see a double. I bet you we see a double swing. Cesaro gets both of them and swings both of them four times. <laughs> he gets both of them. That's how he breaks them. That's how the Hardys yeah. get broken. <laughs> the double yeah. swing. All right, final one. At Lady Undertaker says, can't believe Miz would wrestle in peekaboo pants. Free show, everybody. Take a look. Hashtag tweet the table. Yep, had a little, uh, I'm sure that was a rippage. I'm sure that wasn't uh Well, and I like that because you know what gets on my nerves is like when a wrestler shows up in their gear, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then said authority figures like, you're in a match right now. And then the, the wrestler is like, what? It's like, well. Yeah, you dumb shit. Why are you wearing your knee pads? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you came out in your trunks and knee pads. Yeah. Right? Like, why are you wearing your fucking boots and then being or, or shocked the, that you're or wrestling? The, or the classic one is, yeah, you got your knee pads, your boots, your rips are, your, your wrists are taped, you got your shorts on, you know, you got your tights on, but you got a shirt on. And you're like, what? I got to wrestle? <laughs> I'm going to wrestle? I got to take this shirt off and show my amazing abs? Oh, this man. Is dumb. What? <laughs> what? Who's that wrestler? I don't know why we're talking like that. <laughs> yeah, who is that? That's got to be um, this Rhino. It's like, a, All right. it's like a Down Syndrome it's, George the it's, Animal it's, Steel. It's Rhino. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a break. We've got to review balls when we come back. <laughs> right? We're going to talk all about balls. Right? We're gonna, Not the first time. We're going to pick our favorite balls, what we think the which balls are going to perform best this Sunday uh, at the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. That's when we return to the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... A village in the Netherlands has no roads. The only form of transportation in this village is by a boat. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com! This is Dr. Tom Pritchard. You're listening to the Numero Uno podcast in all of professional wrestling, the Spanish Announce Table. Latino Heat. Chica, ¿tú quieres probar a un Latino más? There's a lot of heat going down for we have the Great Balls of Fire special event slash pay-per-view this Sunday on the WWE Network. Their balls are, are going excited? to be on fire. It's a weird name. It's it's hard to get past it. But, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm interested to see some of these matches. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Joe versus Lesnar. I'm so excited for yeah, so let's just get into it. With our picks, you can go on TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. There's a picks game that we are on a team with several of the shows on the Trending Topics Network, and we are battling another team of several shows on the Trending Topics Network. Check that out, TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Well, we're going to make our picks right here, and then they'll use those in that picks game. Yeah? Yeah. The, hey, yeah. fun fact about balls. Mm. Uh, former President Ulysses S. Grant uh, would not bathe. Uh, with his other soldiers who also would bathe uh, communally in uh, times of war, but he instead bathed himself alone in a tent, and not a single soldier or an aide was allowed to see him 
perhaps because, quote, he was worried they would laugh or see his disparaging things or say disparaging things about his genitals. Hmm. Side note, Hmm. John Quincy Adams, another former president, swam naked every single day. Every single day. Every single day, swam naked. I could do that here. I got a pool. All right, let's get into it. Got a pool with no neighbors can see me. They're swimming naked like the president. Your kids can still see you. Remember that. Oh, yeah. And well, you, no one forgets when they see their parents naked. Yeah, just put that so. in bed. All right. The uh, Dolph Ziggler kickoff show has a cruiserweight match, Neville versus Akira Tazawa. I think I, I don't think Neville's losing this thing. I just It's Neville. Yeah, he's the king of the cruiserweights. Uh, side note, did you see that Wale signed with Titus Worldwide? They did a video. No, that's great. Yeah, he signed with Titus Worldwide. Now, could we see somehow – now, because it doesn't go anywhere and doesn't help Neville to have – Tazawa somehow helped out by that Titus brand. Uh, but, yeah, then what does Neville do? That really kind of throws a monkey wrench into things, I guess. So so mm-hmm. we're both saying Neville, huh? Yep. All right. Enzo and Big Cass. Big Cass is winning this. God dang it. I hope not. I hope not, but, but he is. They're going to make yes. him look strong. I mean, Enzo's going to look strong in defeat. I mean, he's going to bounce his happy ass all over the place. But... Cass is going to look like he just, you know what I mean, just murdered this kid. I agree. I think that's what happens, unfortunately. But, yeah, no, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Dang it, that's what happens. Intercontinental Championship. The Miz, Dean Ambrose. Who you got on this one? Uh, Not the fans. That's who doesn't win this. I mean, how many times are we going to do this? It's it's over. Uh, Miz, because his stable helps him screw over Dean Ambrose. Yeah, yeah it's going to be Miz. And just, yeah, there's more money in that character right now. And, and that stable. Yeah. You don't make stable. a stable and then have him lose instantly. Yeah, that, yeah, to one dude. To a guy yeah. who's just like, where's catering? Raw Tag Team Championship, a 30-minute Iron Man match. The Bar versus the Hardy Boys. Uh, why? Why? Yeah, I mean they're they're getting ready to wrestle each other as many times as Miz and Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Feels that way. <laughs> just and uh, I think Cesaro and Sheamus win this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is when we start to see Matt and Jeff mm-hmm. break up, and then yeah. hopefully broken yeah i think we see them break up maybe before even they have that you know what i mean because you can go away matt can until they secure that and word is that they're closer on that deal so we'll see yep seth rollins and bray wyatt what do you got for this i'm predicting this is going to be boring and i think seth rollins is winning this yeah bray wyatt loses bray wyatt loses he does lose yeah that's what he does he loses but This could be the fun shenanigans. Oh, look up here, Sister Abigail. Then I win. No, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. You going with Wyatt? You know you want it. Yeah. All right. Wyatt. All right, cool. Then we have a Raw Women's Championship match. Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. I think Bliss is keeping this. Uh, you know, they went so erection hard on Sasha winning with Kurt Angle raising her hand after she became number one contender. It was the main event of the show. She has won it three times, but only from Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And I think they're not high. I think we are higher on Alexa bliss than they are. 
You think so? I do. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see that being a thing, but I, yeah. I think, I think some type of uh, punishment for that this is your life thing sucking so bad still, mm-hmm. I, I think we're going to see Sasha. I'm going Sasha. Okay. Then we got the battle of the big guys who make noise. Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in an ambulance match. Uh, How cool would it be if they both went in? Yeah, they both like fell in and the ambulance drove off. Uh, well, like I think Strowman Roman wins this though. Could spear like the doors could be open. Yes. Roman could spear Braun into the ambulance, and then the EMTs just shut the doors. That would be awesome. And they're gone. That's forever. how they should do <laughs> this. Uh, I think Strowman wins this one though. I think they're going to let Strowman get over because I think they're going to. I'll hold my uh, pick for the next match, but yeah, I think Strowman's going to win this. No, you're wrong. Yeah, I know it. I know it. But I'm going to say it. So Okay, so you're saying Roman? I'll say Strowman. Roman and Strowman. Hey, th- I, I told you this, but you don't watch Family Guy that much. But I Ever. wanted to bring this up. And maybe I have on the show, but I don't remember. Uh, but I think Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman should be Peter versus the chicken version, WWE style. Whereas, no matter what's going on, right? So... Let's say this ambulance match is the blow-off match between Braun and Roman, right? Mm-hmm. And three months down the line, Brock Lesnar's challenging Roman, and you know they're uh, they're doing their back and forth stuff. And then backstage, you know how they always do the Roman Reigns walk into the ring next. Yeah. Roman Reigns right. talks whatever yeah. they do that, but he just sees Braun and Braun just sees him and they just, and they just immediately start fighting each other. Yeah. No matter where they are, what they're doing, Braun could be dismantling two Oh five live, yeah. but he sees Roman and they just stop. And then they go at it all yeah. the time. I think yeah. that should be what they do for life. Yeah, there's got to be one where even like a guy's getting ready to leave with some hot girl, right? And then they, he's like, "Nope, never mind." And then just goes to beat up the other guy, <laughs> you know, because he saw. Yeah, him and it all starts eye. with a look. Yeah, it just, just all starts with the yeah. the squinting of an eye, eye connection, and yeah. you just go one, two, and then you do a big shot with both of them in the same room, just and blows. then dun, 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 yeah, just shit flies hands. everywhere yeah. and punches and yeah. kicks, and it never leads to a match because they can't do it because it won't be sanctioned. But they always fight each other backstage once a month. I like that. All right, the big main event, the Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe. I do think they're getting bloody. I will wager some points on that. Uh, And uh, I'm going to say Brock Lesnar wins. Yeah, Brock isn't going to let Samoa Joe punk him out two weeks and then be made to look like a bitch and not Mm -hmm. go after him in a backstage segment to then lose to him. Which sucks because Samoa's hot right now because of this. Oh yeah, he's he's gonna be killing it, and I think that's why him and Braun Strowman are gonna be awesome after this because I think they've kind of turned Samoa Joe babyface. I like it. I like it, man. So, what do you think overall? I think we're gonna get some good matches here. I mean, we're gonna get that Lesnar Samoa Joe match is gonna be good. Uh, Enzo and, and Big Cass could tell a good story, but I don't know. I mean, they're both kind of green still. Alexa yeah, Bliss and Sasha Banks will do good. Fight. Like, did you notice when he when Enzo jumped him and then like he got on top, he was throwing like real punches to his ear. It wasn't mm-hmm. like pro wrestling punches. So I think they love each other enough as friends that they're gonna go hard, kind of like the Shawn Michaels Triple H thing. Now I'm not putting them in that same category, course, but I'm right. saying they're gonna go physically harder with each other than they would with others. And I think it's going to be a fun street fight. I think it's going to be awesome. I think it'll go to a DQ. That's what I'm picking. 
It'll go to a DQ. That leads to the match at SummerSlam, which will be a no DQ match. Like so that. I'm picking a non-finish. That's what I'm picking. You're picking a non-finish. Enzo for... and Big Cass. Okay. So you're yeah. changing. I'm, I'll say Big Cass and you're saying non-finish. Some kind of yeah. no contest or right, something. Because I think SummerSlam is where they have their big right, match. Right. So you're saying nobody wins, nobody loses, essentially. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, then we will take a break. Uh, we'll be back next week with 207. Stop by uh, NWL this Saturday in KC. You'll see me doing some ring announcing. I don't know if you're going to the, uh, uh-huh. the show or not. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, see some of the favorites of this show, some of our friends uh, wrestling there and whatnot. And, and uh, until Indeed, next it's time. It's a fun time. It's a great uh, great show in Kansas City for some professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah. good old wrestling, man. All right, we will be back next week for 207. The Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... Living near a Starbucks increases your home's value. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com The